Hey everybody, happy midweek. Welcome back. Here is another quick midweek mini message. Here we go. Last week, I received a text from a buddy of mine and he posted a meme he found on Instagram that said, pastor the week after COVID crisis ends. Now, like you, it cracked me up and made me laugh because I could totally identify with just that level of excitement because I am really missing my church family. I'm missing the ability to gather together what happens in worship when we gather together. I miss preaching to people that I can see. All of those things just started to occur to me and then it waved out from there where I started to just come to grips again with that feeling of grief about all that this COVID crisis is really costing us. It's costing us so much about our lives that we love. It's making inaccessible so many things, functions, friends, family, things that we love to do and people that we love to be with just are cut off from us because of this crisis. It really has been hard and it really is taking its toll. And the question I've been thinking about is how are we as Christians supposed to deal in times of crisis? How are we supposed to deal with the trials of life because I have experienced and I've participated in and I've observed two different errors that a lot of us make when it comes to dealing with trials in life. Error number one is the optimist error. I deal with this all the time. I'm guilty of it all the time. I am an optimist. I'm a glass half full kind of guy. I, I look forward to the future. I think about the future and I quickly go to opportunities. But what happens is if you're like that in a time of trial, sometimes you can by default look to the future before you've even dealt with the present. And you can minimize the pain of the present, not just for yourself, but even worse for others. And you can come off as tone deaf if you aren't sensitive to the fact that people are dealing with real life grief. I did it to my dear wife just last night. I come home, she's feeling upset after the kids are in bed because she's realizing our kids are gonna miss school, they're gonna miss preschool graduation, they're gonna miss birthdays, and there's just the cost of it was sort of crashing into my wife, Melanie. And I come home and she's upset and I'm like, oh, don't be upset. We have so much to look forward to. And I start telling her, you know what? Cheer up, buttercup. Gray skies are gonna clear up. And I start just sort of minimizing her pain and it just wasn't helpful to her, not at all. You'd think after all these years of marriage, I would have learned that. But again, optimism is my default. And if I'm not careful, I won't deal appropriately with the reality of pain. However, I've noticed another error a lot of people make, and that is not minimizing pain and becoming tone deaf to it, but it's magnifying it and setting up camp in it. And that just can't be the way of Jesus. I mean, Jesus had complete victory. He says, I have the keys to death and hell. He says, in this world, you will have troubles, but fear not, I've overcome them. So obviously we aren't made to wallow in self-pity. We aren't supposed to take a victim mentality. So here's my question I wanna ask today. I wanna look at one passage of scripture. How are we as Christians supposed to deal with pain? What do we do in times of trial? Do we go full optimist? Do we go full pessimist? Or is there a way that Jesus walked that we are supposed to walk? In Matthew chapter 10, the gospel tells us that Jesus had finished training up his disciples and he's about ready to send them out into the real world. And he gives them kind of this pep talk. And in the pep talk, it tells us in verse 16 of chapter 10, Jesus says this to his disciples. Right before they go on their first mission, look what he says. He says, I'm sending you out like sheep 
among wolves. Sheep among wolves, he says. Not sending you out as the victors, I'm not sending you out as conquerors, I'm not sending you out as people who fly above like eagles over the rest, although these are these are things that we, we do need to understand as believers, but, but watch this. Jesus says, here's, here's the first kind of framework you need to put on when you think about what it means to navigate in this world as disciples of Jesus. He says, first and foremost, you need to realize that you are like sheep among wolves. Jesus' disciples would have realized what he was getting at. Sheep are nature's buffet. They are the most vulnerable of animals. And Jesus is saying, look, this world is going to be hostile to you. You're going to deal with trauma and drama and troubles and hardship and pain. That salvation does not just mean exemption. That just because you've been saved doesn't mean that you've been spared from going through difficulty. In fact, you need to expect it and engage it. That if you're gonna be my followers, you're gonna be my disciples, you aren't the type who minimize the pain and problems and troubles of this world. In fact, you know it full well because you deal with it yourself. And you are the people who know how to mourn with those who mourn, to weep with those who weep, how to count the cost, how to suffer loss, and how to go through these things. That's what it means to follow Jesus. And if we look at what Jesus did, that's exactly how he led us. He demonstrated it by what? Becoming a man, by incarnating human frailty, by taking on sin, by taking on death, by weeping with those who weep, by cleaning those who need cleaning, by helping those who need help, by serving those who need serving. He went right into the weight and the wake and the trauma of life. Jesus at no point minimized human struggle and pain. And we as believers, Jesus says, look, you're going out like sheep among wolves. This world is hostile. You need to deal with that reality. Why? Because you can't be a solution if you aren't willing to admit the problem. And you can't walk in victory until you're willing to engage with the battle. And Jesus says, as you go as my disciples, first and foremost, realize this is going to be hard. There's going to be pain and there's going to be loss. And you need to be the type of people who know how to deal with it. And the first is real realizing that it's legit and it is a thing and you need to engage with reality. So Jesus corrects the optimistic mistake where we minimize pain and we minimize suffering and grief. He tells us you're going to be like sheep among wolves, but then he, he adds something. Look what he says. He says, I'm going to send you out, verse 16, like sheep among wolves. Therefore, be as shrewd as snakes and as innocent as doves. So he says, it's kind of like being a sheep among wolves. So here's what you need to do. You need to have the mindset where you're as shrewd as snakes and as innocent as doves. What does that mean? What does it mean about being snakes, doves, sheep? How, how are we supposed to navigate this? What's he talking about? He's saying, look, you're supposed to deal with the full weight of reality, but you are not going to be a victim. In fact, I want you to put on a new mentality. I want you to be wise, shrewd. I want you to be like the sons or the tribe of Issachar who understand the time. I want you to be the ones who can look into something and see an opportunity, to see a path that no one takes, to see a grace that no one's recognizing, and to actually be the ones who know how to navigate through difficulty. He says, I want you to be wise. Know how to navigate and how to move through these things. Because look, if you follow Jesus, yes, we are acquainted with sorrow, but we also inherit victory. And we are the ones that get the mind of Christ. And we are the ones that get to be moved from glory to glory and strength to strength. And he's saying, I want you to look for opportunity. I want you to look for the blessing in the burden. I want you to look for the joy in the pain. It's going to be there. And you need to know how to navigate this. It says, be as wise or as shrewd as a snake. But don't get it twisted. He says, be as innocent as doves. This isn't about being tricky or cunning. This is about being smart, but being righteous, blameless, being like Jesus in how we navigate. 
not being overly pessimistic and not being overly optimistic, but looking at the full scope of reality and finding a redemptive thread to pull on. That is the call of the Christian. And I wonder if in this season, some of us might make the mistake of looking at all the loss and missing what we stand to gain. I was thinking about it like this last week. You know, there are certain companies right now that are looking at the stakes and they aren't worried about it. They aren't worried about the economy. Like Purell or Zoom, they're looking at it and they're saying, this is a great opportunity for our company. And for us as Christians, for our product, this is a great time to be hope dealers, isn't it? This is a great time to be telling people about Jesus because people need hope. People are looking for truth. People are looking for stability and we have it. Business can be booming in this time for the church if we have eyes to see it. So Jesus tells us, recognize the stakes, but be as wise as snakes and as innocent as doves as you navigate these troubling and difficult times and I will bring you through to victory. May you today not minimize someone's pain. May you be aware of your own grief and may you learn how to cast all your cares upon Jesus who cares for you. And may you pick yourself up in the grace of God and look forward to what stands in front of us, that there's more for us than there is against us, and that what we stand to gain is far greater than anything we've lost, and that if we'll ask him, he will give us the wisdom to navigate these times, that we would come through it with grace and strength and glory, as wise as serpents and as shrewd as doves. Let's engage the problem to be a solution. Let's get in the game to bring the victory in Jesus' name.